0: Your wig piece
1: I just I'm cold My hair's wet
0: Should've had your do-rag on
1: it, it That would've huh? gotten me Cold too It would've stayed wet <clears throat> So This is better It's actually fine like... <laughs> You you start a conversation With me and, the, and then you just No no Three two one No lights Well yell go
0: Mariam Tazi in the building.
1: <laughs> and Malcolm Riddle.
0: What's happening? Nothing. Nothing? <laughs> no. You want to take this from the top again? No. Huh? Because we can do it.
1: <laughs> no, now you got me all fired up. I'm like...
0: <laughs> you're always fired up. Look at you. You're talking with your hands. People, we got to go on, on YouTube or stream or something you so you can see this.
1: No, there's no point.
0: No one wants to see that. Yeah, you're a funny person
1: and more in person than on the radio.
0: And welcome to another episode of American <laughs> Riddle. And that's how we bring it in today. I'm sorry. It's all right. You know, sometimes, you know, sometimes you're on, sometimes mostly off. You're angry. Like the African <laughs> with attitude people.
1: Yeah, sometimes.
0: Ah, so yeah, here we go again. One more time. And uh yeah, so let's just let's just jump right into it. Fife Diggy. Fife dog. Huh? That's really sad. I mean, there's no other way for me to open the show without paying respect. You know what I mean? Well, yeah. I'm glad you did. Acknowledgement. I can't tap dance. I can't bojangle. I can't, you know. Sad. I have to, uh... I have to, because, you know, it's... It's All I can say is just shocking... To, to, to wake up to that news that uh, found, a founding member of a tribe called Quest, Fife Dog, passed away. And uh, <clears throat> for those of us that grew up in the 80s and 90s and just love music, you know, just love music. We definitely feel that uh, in, in our soul. It penetrates our, our every being that we've lost a member uh uh, in the hip-hop family
1: yeah very sad yeah very sad
0: yeah you're you're, you're you have no words you're, no yeah. i'm
1: very sad i'm still in shock actually so i woke up to it too
0: but um
1: yeah. i mean i knew he's been sick i've known he's been sick
0: he said diabetes mm-hmm yeah, and but, health issues. I just recently saw him when we took that uh, road trip. Me and uh, Grandmaster Katz. That's right. We took the road trip to New York for a tribe called Quest, twenty five year anniversary, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I mean it was it was a tough trip. But now looking back, I mean we were right there in the room. He signed, uh, came up, signed the. Uh, actually, I don't think he did. I think it was, Q Tip. Why well, we have all of it signed. Of, of Andy's uh, artwork, anyway. I can't remember this stuff. <laughs> you know, so many icons I've come into contact with. <laughs> it's too many. I, you know, I can't
1: keep track of all these greats that I've met, you know, that I'm friends with.
0: No, but, ju- but, ju- but just thinking back to that now, I mean, just how short life is. And we've, I've said it on the podcast. I've talked about it. These icons, and make no mistake about it, they are icons in the hip-hop community are right here right now and we sh- we should hold them up high and take advantage of it in every moment to to see them and embrace them and to show them our love because I mean at any time it could it could be over not just for them for for you for me for any anyone listening you know what i mean it's, nothing is guaranteed
1: yeah i mean i i see you know i definitely agree um but i also you know, it's making me think a little bit bigger, you know, and thinking about what's happened in, like, Belgium and France and, you know, all these Yeah, I mean, any, anything can it's happen. Just, yeah, it's like at this point now, it's like instead of living in fear, it's more like enjoy every moment, you know, that you have and make the best of it because you never really know what's going to happen, you know, who you can lose or, you know, what, what can happen. So you just kind of, I don't know, have to kind of live differently, you know, but not live in fear, not look at it that way, but just more like try to appreciate every moment. Because we always, we've always known, you know, that anything can happen. You can hit, get hit by a bus or something, you know. But now life is a little different, where it's like, you know tragic there's more tragic things there's a lot of diseases there's still a lot of things that we just don't really Well he's young you know.
0: also he's in his 40s Well, yeah
1: but there's a lot of people that have been dying younger you know a yeah. lot of celebrities yeah. a lot of you know and just, not even just drugs and all that stuff it's just I don't think that people you know it's just I don't know it's scary it's just a little scary but I'm not trying to live in fear I'm trying to like appreciate that you know I'm yeah all <laughs> And then you can appreciate that forever. At least he's got that. It's a celebration.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's it's just a you you have to. I don't know
1: if I was ready for that yet. I haven't. I tried. I couldn't listen to him today.
0: I listened to him all day.
1: I I know, but I just couldn't. I couldn't bring myself to. But
0: because yeah, you're a fan.
1: I'm a very big fan. They're in my top five group. You're a fan. So yeah. And definitely have to. And, don't make me cry, can you please?
0: And, and you have to, you have to understand though. I was brought into the fold, and I, we've talked about this. I was brought into the fold to a tribe to brand Nubian, uh, uh, diggable planets. I was brought into that fold because of women. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because I was, I was in that hardcore boom bap. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's a little different in style. And and of course trying to get smooth, yeah, trying to get close to the women they were peeping this side you know what I mean? This style. And I was like, hold on. Come on. Do that, do
2: that, do that, that I'm bugging out, but let
3: me get back cuz a wet niggas. So run and tell the others cause we are the
1: brothers. I'll learn. Has he released a? Um, has Q-Tip said anything yet?
0: I don't. I don't think so. I mean, everything is so hush, hush. No, no. Everything is 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 right in the o- you know. Everything is mm. happens like right there, minute by minute these days. Oh. So it's like if anything pops up, it it shows up on social media. I mean, there's no no secrets these days. There we go.
2: But now is that the case? I have a quest to have a mic in my hand Without that, it's like Kryptonite and Superman So Shaheed come in with the sugar cuts Fife towards my name, but on stage call me Dynamite. When was the last time you heard the fight for sloppy? Lyrics anonymous, you never hear me copy Top notch, baby Never coming less, guys
0: the limit You got to believe up in quests Sit back, right? I can see you You were you are gone for a second Maryam Tazi Alright why
1: are you Fucking oh. calling me out hey, I told you I wasn't it's, ready
0: It's a celebration I'll pot it down I'll pot it down Easy now Easy <sighs> It's just a celebration Yeah I know It's sad It is It, it is definitely a loss To the uh, The hip hop community And You know To his friends yeah. And family uh, it, you know, we, we at the American Riddle Podcast send our condolences, not that they listen to this podcast, but just so the listeners do know that we're touched, and I'm sure you guys are, are all moved uh, as well, so it's something that we are are, are having to uh, acknowledge, deal with, and uh, get through together, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Yep, R.A.P. Yeah. Sad. It is sad. Mm-hmm.
0: It's um, yeah. I mean, literally, we were just in New York and uh, just going on this whirlwind tour of uh, hip hop icons and 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 meeting them and uh, celebrating. You know the, the 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 this vast golden era of hip hop. Um, it was when I look back now. And and just recognize how fragile life is. That whole last year was uh, was an amazing circuit that that I was able to participate in. You know, Big Daddy Kane, Rock Him, KRS one, Tribe Call Quest, uh, Slick Rick, Biz Markie, to name a few, and it's just not no I'm not trying to even poke fun you know, at being a part of that, but just just to just I look back and I remember that when I would make excuses not to go. Or not to do something and that's why i'm bringing it up is don't make those excuses i don't give us you know if it's it doesn't have to be icons and music it could be friends and family you know what i mean i was talking vic victor strange who called in sv.j i haven't talked to him since the late 80s you know that's a shame yeah because we talk to each other as if we talk to each other all the time you know what I mean? Someone who who I consider a brother, someone who I grew up with. Yeah. It's always there. It just took for granted and time passed. And again, I got to look at myself and say, mm, that's unacceptable.
1: My life is short. Yeah.
0: Yeah, you got to stay in contact with uh with the people that uh you admire and that you respect and that you love. And uh speaking of someone who I admire and respect and I love is mm. uh our guest today. Mm. Our guest today is uh, Cassius Morris. You guys may or may not know. You're probably asking, "Who's Cassius Morris?" So Cassius is a uh, he's a, a fellow podcaster. Started out early mm-hmm. in life, very young. You know what? Uh, uh, think it, yeah. Here it is, right here. Ten years old is when he started his podcast. <laughs> Wait, but and, he's a veteran. <laughs> yeah, he's a he's a vet now. I mean, he's in high school now, so he's had some. <laughs> you know, he's earned his it's stripes. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a uh the Cassius Morris show is a fusion of music genres, uh personal narrative segments and interviews all in one hosted by the music lover and aspiring comedian Cassius Morse. So yeah, Cassius has gone on a uh a journey that I've been following uh on on various social media outlets and the web and his podcast where he's uh, uh embarked in a career uh uh as an aspiring comedian. And he works at a comedy store, so he's he's getting like uh the real education. Nice. You know what I mean? That's good. And he's he's hitting all the shows. Big fan of of course, yeah, he's a big fan of Kiss. I think that's what inspired him to be uh you know, a podcaster is uh he had a all kiss or still does have an all kiss uh podcast dedicated. Hmm. But I mean, you know, he he loves everything. Anything music he loves. Yeah, he's pretty passionate about music. I mean music. He, yeah, he just he just he's in it. Yeah. And uh you know, to be that connected, that rooted at that young age of ten, it says a lot. You know what I mean? I, I didn't know which way was up when I was ten.
1: <laughs> I was living in Africa when I was ten, living in Ivory Coast. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, now it was very confused. <laughs> right, so
0: let's 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 get let's get uh let's get Cassius on the uh, on the horn and bring him in. Cassius. Hello, hello. Was crack a not too much. How are you? You know how I do.
2: Just That's holding great. it
0: down. I'm sitting here with my co-host with the most Maryam Tazi. I don't think you can see her, but I'm on. Yeah, I'm on the other side. I can't, screen. but hi. Hi. We we how got you we got you on the screen. You know our studio is set up. It doesn't look as nice as yours. You got the uh, the posters. You guys look so you know, much You a couple alike. posters, yeah. Would you would you say Maryam? You
1: guys look alike. <laughs>
0: I told so you, he's my, he's, he's my brother from another. Yeah, you
1: guys are like yeah. the same. <laughs> so I know, weird. it's crazy. So I just
0: brought you in, did the intro, uh, was talking about your 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 history. Look, I can see me. Your history. Yeah,
1: you're there. <laughs> well, yeah, you're on the bottom.
0: I Let me get to this, Miriam. Oh. <laughs> the, uh, the history of how you embarked in your career as a podcaster. Why don't you just, yeah. for some of the listeners who are tuning in that may have not... Uh, listen to this podcast in the past that you 've been featured on why don 't you just run us a quick rundown on how you you know you were inspired to be a podcaster?
4: Well, I mean, it started off with uh listening to the Adam Corolla show and Joe Rogan and um just being a huge kiss fan as well, so I decided to start a show that was about Kiss because, you know I mean starting a fan magazine isn 't really something you do in the two thousands you know, and I started the show and um i just kind of never looked back i decided to branch branch off into different topics and tackle comedy and different kinds of music and just kept building on it and building the
0: audience and having a lot of fun yeah and 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 how old were you
4: i was uh i was like turning 10 at the time
0: man (laughs) so yeah you've got you've got a good history and how old are you now uh just turned 17 in november that's what's up look at you you got muscles and everything (laughs) I just I just started
4: hitting the gym again yesterday, so I don't I don't think the results are hitting yet.
0: But let's hope. Yeah, I haven't talked to you in a minute outside yeah. of social media contact, but uh, your voice has deepened up a little bit.
4: Good. Yeah. Finally, right. <laughs> that makes things easier to listen to. Yeah.
0: No, it's it, it, it's it's been quite the journey to watch you grow within the field, and like I said, you or I've said this before, and I'll say it again, you've been an inspiration on on me as well because we share the same passion, um, Mm -hmm. and have uh, the same uh, influences like Adam Carolla, Joe Rogan, and Joey Diaz. Actually, it was Joey Diaz that made me believe that I could do it. Because when I listen to Rogan, my God, I couldn't, you know, I can't even get my words together half the time. And the stuff that he's talking about just blows my mind. When I listen to Adam uh, Carolla, you know, it's, it's... the, the way he has it fashioned, it's, it seems like a, a talk show. You know what I mean? It's yeah, very, very well very organized. Very slick, yeah. Yeah, very well-oiled machine. And not to say that, that, that Joey Diaz isn't, but Joey kind of uh, inspired uh, or helped me find my voice and uh, let me know that it's okay. You know what I mean? It's okay if you make a mistake. It's okay... Uh, to take that first step, and if you slip, you know, just wipe yourself off and get back up and keep keep doing it. So it was yeah. Joey and his style that uh, influenced me to say, you know what, I'm just going to hit the record button and yeah, see he's what more happens. Raw. Yeah, he's he, straight raw. Yeah,
4: yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Do what you like, say what you
0: feel. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So that that was, and I've always said that, and I've had the, the pleasure of meeting all three of them, and uh, it's uh, it's been quite a journey. I mean, we're what 100 and I think we're 151 episodes in
1: really
4: yeah you guys are doctors
0: no yeah <laughs> let's not go too far but uh yeah and you mentioned you mentioned kiss and i know that your your podcast has evolved right yeah uh i mean
4: it has i mean how many times can you talk about the same thing on a, on a podcast
0: yeah Well, a a lot. (laughs) Let me tell you. (laughs) I'll be the first to tell you that. We talk about hip-hop quite a bit on this show. Of course, we opened the show talking about uh, Fife Dog that recently passed away from a a tribe called Quest. And and we were talking about uh, the many celebrities that have been passing away at at such a young age. Um, How do you weigh in on that?
4: I mean, it's insane. It's really weird. I, I feel like ever since Lemmy died, things have been... I mean, it may, maybe it's a coincidence, but things have been kind of weird in the, in the music industry and in the entertainment industry. Uh, I know he wasn't really an entertainer, or at least wasn't supposed to be. But you know, we lost Toronto Mayor Rob Ford yesterday. Yeah,
1: yeah.
4: We've been losing a lot of people. I mean, it's uh, everything has to come to an end, and it's it's kind of beginning the end of an era of all these these icons, I guess, that were you know that we all look up looked up to or mm-hmm. do still look up to. Yeah, not they- Rob Ford, by the way. <laughs>
0: yeah he uh he was quite the character no doubt but it, it it shines light on just how fragile life is yeah and it's something with, with that that many times we take for granted and we really need to uh take a step back and and uh value which we 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 hold near and dear to our heart um absolutely yep, very true so but you've you've had uh a lot of opportunities to meet some of your icons right yeah what are yeah, some I've of the got few? got to meet
4: a lot of people.
0: What are some of the few that you've met that just was mind blowing? Uh, well,
4: obviously Kiss, I, I got to meet them twice, and that was insane. Gene was super nice to me, and uh, as he was walking up to me, his assistant kind of whispered in his ear, and he goes, "Oh yeah, so you're Cassius?" I was like, "Yeah." He's like, "You're kind of famous, aren't you?" I was like, "Maybe a little bit, not as much as you." And you know, I, I was just like a 13 year old kid, and they're in a Kiss jacket. He could have squashed me like a bug, yeah. you know, and then he gave me the, the chance to make me feel good about myself, you know, so that was that was a highlight for sure. Um, and then probably my, my most recent one that was one of my favorites was Ari Shafir. Oh, I, I yeah. got to spend the weekend with him working at the club with uh, – I work at Rick Bronson's comedy club in, in Canada here, and he came through, and it was just it was just a great weekend Gotten to, getting no, to know him, and we did the podcast, and we got to talk off air, and I mean, yeah, it's, it's just been – it's been wild getting to meet all these people. I couldn't be more grateful.
0: Ari Shafir, Now he's an interesting character. Uh, yeah. just because he's also he he's also from that, that uh, you know Joe Rogan, uh, Joey uh, Joey Diaz uh, Death Squad uh, pack, and he's one of those guys that, that you can also draw inspiration from because he's you know he's tangible. He's 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 right there, and his mm-hmm. style you know he, he reminds you of somebody that sits, sits next to you in class or someone you work with. You know what I mean? Yeah. If I if I look at other comedians, like let's say you take uh I don't know maybe Kevin Hart or Eddie Murphy or some some of those big icons where you they're they're selling out stadiums and stuff. Sometimes you just look at them and and you don't get the same feeling. They're funny, yes, but you know what I'm trying to say? Not as approachable. Yeah. But, you know. And and Shafir he comes he comes across like that as well. He comes across very very much uh, a tangible personality. Uh, someone yeah. someone that you could you know have a I mean. beer with. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Definitely,
4: yeah. It's like I, I'd never email Kevin Hart's people to ask them to do my show in 2016. I would just never even attempt it. Ari, yeah, I'd send him an email through his website. You know, I know what you mean. Definitely,
0: yeah. yeah you, you, this is almost uh, you know no fear in do I mean, how would you even go about that? And how do you go about getting people on your show? Because I see that a lot of times, and uh, uh, you know, you just just you know, it's just a you just dive into it, right? Yeah. Oops, shit. Sorry.
2: I told you so it was gonna going to
0: on? Yeah, we're good. Don't worry. I'm always okay. having engineering problems up in this camp. It's oh, part of this. Okay. Sh- okay. It's, don't worry about it. It's part of the show. Okay. And my audience recognizes. And I think they, they find some joy in the <laughs> fact that uh, I know Mariam Tazi. I do at times. It's funny to watch. <laughs> yeah.
4: it's funny. I'm just happy it's not me. I'm the one being interviewed this time. So I can just sit back, relax. That's
0: And that's what I always say. I always tell Mariam she's dry i 'm always sweaty and oily i'm always <laughs> worried about this and that because i've got all these wires and computers, and i don't even know what half the stuff is well, you know, I just hit I just make it go. I have no idea you're doing fine thank you now back to the show <laughs> back to the show so sorry, what was the question i don't know uh I think I was asking about uh, how, how
4: I approach guests yes. yeah yeah yeah
0: yeah there you go okay
4: yeah I mean i at this point i've kind of got it down to a science to the to the point where if they want to do it, they'll say yes. If they don't, they'll say no. There's no maybes involved. You just, I, I guess, I guess, what you, what you have to do is you need to write the, you need to make what you want very clear. You're not their friend. They don't want to be your friend. This yeah. is a business exchange. I took me a long time to learn that. Yeah. Uh, they don't care how how old I am. Like when I was like 13, I tried to to use that to help me out. Maybe they don't care. Th- these are these are business people. They get emails like this all day. And uh yeah, just I guess just be very straight and to the point and uh cross your fingers that's that's all you can do
0: yeah, I think you're uh, yeah, you're right about that um it's I think I get that same treatment from friends of mine quote unquote friends of mine that's been on the podcast, you know it's what business as usual oh. they're not my friends <laughs> <laughs>
4: well, I mean, some of them can become your friends, but yeah. the publicists yeah you know, they, they can be they can be pretty icy at times i mean i I've been trying to get Ace Fairley now on my show for two and a half years and the guy's still stringing me along with the maybe, maybe, maybe I can wait. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I can
0: wait another two years. <laughs> it's good because you're persistent. And one of the things that I have a problem with is not being persistent enough. I think Miriam Tazi can tell you how many times I've bitched and I'll, I'll be ready to give up after the second time. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. It takes,
1: you have to keep trying at least. Cause I was telling, I keep trying to tell him it's not always going to be on your time or, you know, that everyone's got like stuff, you know? And, and it works out usually, so you just have to be a little more patient and not give up you know, and not be negative about it and try to keep up, you know so and you wouldn't, have, you wouldn't have met all those people if you hadn't reached out to them. You wouldn't have met Cassius if you hadn't reached out to him. No, you're you know right. what I mean? Yeah. So it works. So I just I wish I had more, I guess, balls to reach out, but when it works out, it's really cool. So, yeah. Oh,
4: yeah yeah, absolutely. And, and Greg Fitzsimmons gave me this tip, actually, in terms of getting guests. He said, when you're getting a guest especially if you're dealing with them directly, just basically just tell them, I will go to you at any time in any place you want. Yeah. And he says that will make it more likely.
0: Yeah, no, no, it's uh, yeah. being flexible. If you have
1: that kind of time.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, it, it, I've I've used that in my correspondence as of late, <laughs> no <laughs> but doubt. But
1: also the calling in and just, you know, there's other options with technology today, so it doesn't necessarily have to be face-to-face. So that's, that's what's cool too is that like you, you're in Canada now and we can talk to you and it's totally fine, you know? So it's not going like to have like to fly in you in. Yeah, but it's just, it's so totally doable for free. It's not like, you know, we have to, I don't know, go... It's not like it used to be anyway, you know, so... Yeah. I like that.
0: Yeah, I do too. I was, I was, you know, the time zone difference is... Uh, I thought you would be in a different time zone, but you're Edmonton, right?
4: Yeah, mountain time. Yeah. Okay. It's not too bad. It, it's. Only, I think I'm only two hours behind.
0: No, no, that's fine. I thought you'd be more like the West Coast or... You know, I was yeah. wrong, man. I always get it wrong. Always get it wrong. Exactly. And Miriam, Miriam spent some time in Canada as well.
1: And, well, yeah, I, went, I lived in five years in Canada, Montreal.
0: Nice. You know, it's a beautiful in, city. Oh, uh, It's one
1: of my favorites. It's a gem. It's a gem. Yeah. I love I it. I love all of Quebec. Yeah, it's, it's a beautiful place. I mean, seriously, I might move back. We'll see. <laughs> yeah, Miriam keeps telling me
0: I need to see it uh, to, to go to Canada and, and Oh, hang yeah,
1: out. in the summertime, but yes. <laughs>
0: no. I agree. Quebec City's beautiful, too, if you get the chance. Yeah, that's true.
4: There's yeah. a lot.
0: There's the, lot uh, now, you talked about your uh, your work as far as working in the comedy club. How mm-hmm. long have you been working at the club now?
4: Uh, it was a year this past January, actually. Yeah. Oh. So, yeah, it's been it's been wild actually it's funny how i actually got hired there because actually miss pat the comedian i don't know if you're familiar with her yeah uh she actually is one of the people that helped me get hired there i actually got hired uh right in front of her because she was actually talking me up to the operations manager of the club and uh it's pretty cool because I didn't officially have the job when she left and now she's coming back next month and I'm going to have been working there. So that'll be pretty cool to see her again. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's a dream job. I've got, I've got to meet Sam Tripoli, Bert Kreischer, you know, like I said, Ari, Piff the magic dragon, uh, just Kenny and Kenny and Spenny are coming back. You know, it's just, and of course working with Rick Bronson, he's one of those legendary, you know, comedy club owners of all time. And he's built this crazy brand and, uh, he's such a huge inspiration to me. So the fact that he's taken me under his wing is is wild.
0: So, working in that arena, mm-hmm. have you have you uh, you know uh, picked up on any far, far skills in becoming a, uh, a comedian? Because I know for a while, uh, you know you you've been wanting. I don't know if you've done it yet, wanting to get on the mic. Yeah. And how's that going? Uh,
4: I haven't done it yet, man. I'll be honest with you. And I mean, I, I could sit here and say I tried an open mic. Yeah. I mean, I didn't. And uh, I got to grow a set. I mean, I almost did it one time. And I there's I went on the Edmonton Comedians Facebook page. And I wrote that I was going to be doing my first set. And a bunch of people showed up to see me. And I wasn't there. Because, uh, <laughs> you know, I, I just find it really nerve-wracking. But I think that working in the actual place where you're going to perform yeah. for over a year, seeing with the lights on, empty, all the time yeah. cleaning the place up, working the booth, it makes it a lot less intimidating, at least. So I, I guess I have that working in my favor.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, it's got to be. I I've toyed with that idea myself, yeah. and uh, you know, it's uh, I like to – let the I just couldn't imagine, you know, going up there and being on the stage. It's one of those things, just like podcasting, you know, I guess, in, a, in in some way, where you really have to work up that nerve and actually take that first step. Uh, but, yeah. but you, you're getting a, a a a an education like like nothing. I mean, a, I can bring your age into the equation. It's your age to be uh, around that element, and every and you know anyone that's been to a comedy club, everything goes on. Uh, so you get yep. to you get to witness it. You get to witness <laughs> you get to witness everything this, this before the show, the actual show, and then after the show, and you can see everything that goes on. How has that How has that been, uh, you know, with you? I mean, it's it's been
4: crazy. Uh, it's been wonderful, and and it's it's beautiful because ninety percent of the time, I'm not only witnessing the show, I'm actually running the show. I'm in the sound booth. I'm doing the lights. I'm doing the sound. Oh, yeah. I'm talking to the comics about when they want their their red light to end their set and uh picking the music and stuff and and I even do the the opening voice intro for the club. I mean it's uh
0: How's that go? <laughs> and
4: uh I could do it. I could do it. <laughs> How's it go? Let me hear. Let me hear. See what you got. <laughs> it was uh good evening ladies and gentlemen, welcome down to Saturday night at the Comic Strip. Put your hands together for your headliner Malcolm Riddle. That's they go crazy. One clap.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one one
4: guy. No. And then they go uh and then we go uh and keep that thunderous applause going for your host and MC uh, Mary Tazzy.
1: There ah. you go. Oh. Thunderous applause. <laughs> yeah, right. <sighs> yeah. yeah, yeah, the exactly. African with attitude, boo. <laughs> <That's right>. No.
4: <laughs> <laughs> you know. But I obviously don't do it in that monotone of a sure. register. But.
1: <laughs> that's so fun, though. That must be awesome. Yeah. You must be absorbing so much more than you realize, too, just being in that environment, you know? Just, like, seeing, oh, yeah. being there, just, that's awesome. I'm really happy for you. That's cool. Thank you. So- I,
4: I, I really love it, and, and, I mean, I sometimes think, like, I I couldn't even imagine doing any other job. I used to work at Target. Like,
1: this is crazy. Way more fun than Target.
4: (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) seriously. You don't get to listen to Black Sabbath and like, nah, at Target. No,
0: no, a lot of rules at Target. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, Yeah. you got to wear like the uniform and all that stuff. Trash. I liked it though. I I can't talk shit about Target.
4: I like Target.
0: Yeah, they might be a sponsor.
4: (laughs) Well, they they shut down in Canada right when I started working there. So maybe it's a sign.
0: Yeah no it, I mean just just that that education is 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 so worth it uh, you know when I think about that and I, and I always think about you when you know when i see when I follow you, you know see you on Twitter or Facebook or wherever um, just the amount of uh, uh you know of, of people that you come into contact with i mean not only just the comedians but you can gauge the audience. Have you learned anything from the audience like what do's and don'ts in a in a in a comedy room? Oh, man, I've learned
4: so much. I mean, first of all, part of my job is not only to run the show and all that, but I actually have to remove people when they're when they're causing a disturbance.
1: Oh, the hecklers?
4: Yeah. So, I mean, I've I've got to learn not only things about comedy audiences, but things about, you know, diffusing a a situation where where it could be volatile, um, learning when the crowd is going to turn on you, because I've I've seen it a lot of times. The guy's doing great; he's up there for four minutes. He's got eighteen minutes left, and the crowd's turned on him, watching oh. people die like that up there. Oh. Slow death. Ooh. It's a night. It can be a nightmare, and I feel for those guys. <laughs> I mean, it, I guess what I've learned is that, and also fundraisers. If, if you're a comedian, I'm sure most comedians hate fundraisers because when they go in there, there was this cancer fundraiser that came in. Guess who's got cancer jokes? The middle. Mm. And uh, he lost the whole crowd. You know, I mean, it's so you can lose the crowd like that. You've got to stay in tune with the crowd. Don't just go on autopilot and talk. You've got to actually look at your surroundings and think about who's there, you know.
0: Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's true. It's, uh, it's something you have to be mindful of.
4: Yeah, Uh, absolutely. And don't change your material. I mean, but, you know, if there's somebody in a wheelchair, you know what I mean? Like, don't do wheelchair jokes.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it might not be the best time.
4: Yeah, yeah, sure.
0: Well, I mean, you know, I guess some of the comedians also probably learning that also because they may be young and up-and-comers and, and, uh, you know, it's it's a tough road. I mean. It is. It's got to be a tough road. Any any yeah. anything stand out any stories from the, the comedy club that's, that stand out
4: <laughs> oh man there's a couple now this one I actually wasn't physically there for this but I was told it um, we have a, a host from New York his name's Mike Damber. he's one of the honestly one of the best comedians I've ever seen in my life and everybody should know about him um, and he was up there telling jokes and he was roasting this guy in the audience so this guy decides it would be a great idea to jump on stage this guy picks yeah. up Dambra's mic stand and starts trying to hit Dambra, the comedian with the mic stand. Jesus. Um, so obviously my the fellow door guys who, which is my job there jump up on stage and attack the guy and my manager his name's Dino he's probably about 400 pounds he's a huge guy he grabs this dude and starts dragging him out of the club in a chokehold. hold. Mm. Um, now when they go back to where they drug him out I'm not making this up the guy shit himself.
0: Oh no. He lost it. Yeah, he lost it.
4: He did. He did.
0: Yeah, I mean I what, mean there's crazy stuff
4: that goes on at this club.
0: How how do you even how does that even happen? You know? I'd love to know. Like how does something like that even happen? Like why do you even even try to get up on stage? I guess it's just one too many beers. Yeah, probably. Right? <laughs> one too many, a dozen too many. God. <laughs>
4: Damn. Yeah. I mean and there's been that, there's been um, there's there's a lot, there's been a lot of like fights that go on there. I mean, it, and the, the the good part is that I I'm in charge of partially warning people to be quiet. But I don't I never have to get in a physical confrontation. I mean, I still am a minor legally, uh, but yeah. I mean, I guess you do learn life skills seeing people, uh, you know, deal with these situations. I guess and kind of helping out and calling
0: security. You know, are there bouncers so. in the club as well? Uh, that's that's basically us. Okay, so you have a crew also. It's not just you solo. No,
4: no. It's I mean, it, it'll be me solo on a Monday night when there's nine people there. And, yeah. you know, otherwise, no. I mean, you, when we're at capacity, we can go up to 295. So we definitely we have eight, nine guys there to deal with things. Yeah, good. And uh, security is always – there's actually police – this is at West Edmonton Mall, which is, like, I believe the second or third biggest mall in the world. And there's a police station in the mall. So that's pretty helpful.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So – Comedy, music, Uh, what's going on in the music world? It's uh, it's lighting your fire right now. So much, man, I'm telling you.
4: Talk to me. (laughs) My my favorites right now, I'm really getting into, obviously, if you follow me on anything, I'm a huge Black Sabbath fan. Yeah. Uh, I've been really getting into that. I've been getting into a lot of hip-hop. I've been listening to, uh, checked out a song or two by AZ, uh, trying to listen to more KRS.
0: Oh uh, yeah, 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 yeah you, Biggie, you, you, of
4: course. Yeah, now you're Good talking, old
0: Biggie. <laughs> I don't know. I, I've been trying to keep up with more of the new stuff. You know, my son, my son's uh, 14, so Justin, he, you know, I'll throw him, you know, some of the classic artists like you mentioned, the aforementioned KRS mm-hmm. or or Big, but uh, he, you know, he'll he'll say, all right, well now listen to this and this. Uh, same with other people that I that that I know that are much younger than I am, and just so I can open up my ears because it's so easy to. Uh, you know, to 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 pigeonhole yourself into just you know one group or one one age, should I say, of music? Yeah. But you're you're the exact opposite. You listen to classic rock, you know mm-hmm. what I mean, and you listen to modern music, just modern, whether it's hip hop, rap, it, it, whatever it is. You're 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 all in. What was your early influence? I mean, who who in your family, or how did you get influenced into music? I mean that's a that's a great question.
4: I mean it it basically there was always music playing somewhere. There was always music in the car. Yeah. There was my dad would go upstairs to get changed. It would take him a minute and a half. He would have music playing in his room for a minute and a half. You know, <laughs> there was there's was music playing in all of our free time. Yeah. And it was just always around. And my parents uh you know, when I was a little kid like 6 or 7 like last month uh no, but they would they would <laughs> buy me like gift cards for, for yeah. music stores and stuff. So I would go in there and buy a bunch of CDs that I thought looked cool, and it just happened those CDs that looked cool were some of the most legendary albums of all time. <laughs> and uh, you know I got like Kiss Destroyer, I got uh, some you know for those about to rock number of the Beast, mm. and uh, yeah, I mean I just was lucky enough to be able to listen to all this music. I, I think the turning point for me. Was when I was like seven years old, and I got American Idiot by Green Day. Yeah. It was all over. Yeah. <laughs> I was in love with that album and the fact that you could have a concept album. And uh, yeah, I just I just kept it going. And now with the internet, I mean, you can get oh yeah, you guys know anything. So. Yeah,
0: yeah, no doubt. I mean, I have a similar story on, on music like that, especially with hip hop. Uh, yeah. But uh, yeah, you I mean, you, your career is is based on that and in, and in, in the fact that that. Your your parents have encouraged it you you to follow it everything from yeah giving you uh, gift cards for CDs on mm-hmm. to uh, your 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 journey in the comedy um, world uh, so that, that's got to help I mean you know, like I said I've, I was telling somebody yesterday at work we were talking children and I was like yeah no my no back in my day they just you know you, you fend for yourself and yeah. there was a, there were a lot of no's and no you can't. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. uh, There was there's no build up. And the fact that you have that self-esteem now that 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 propels you uh you, you know into bigger things in life. So it's got to feel good. I mean, it feels great. I
4: mean, it's you know, I have a lot of people in my everyday life that I guess maybe from the outside it, it looks like uh, my career plan, I guess you could call it, might be a little uh, iffy, you know, it is a difficult business to break into. You know, we all know this, but the fact that I have that family support and I have, you know, certain people in my life that really matter to me, uh, you know, they all support me with, with everything I, I choose to do and think it's, it's a good thing. You know, that's all I need. So it's, you know, my family, I mean, they, they've always supported my, my love for music and my love for podcasting. I mean, even back, you know, when I was like seven years old with that American idiot CD, my parents, Picked it up and read through the the booklet, and they were like, "We're taking this away from you. You're seven. Like, what are you doing?" And then I said, "Okay, that's fine." And they said, "You know what? You were so good about it. We're giving it back." Yeah. You know, they just they've always tried to to support you know whatever it is I'm into, and I I I got a great family. I couldn't be more grateful. Really.
0: Yeah. No. I think uh, I think it was uh, I think great. You mentioned Greg Fitzsimmons earlier. Yeah. And you guys did an interview, and I think Fitz. I think you guys did it in a hotel room, right? Yeah, we went to his hotel. Yeah, yeah, and, and I think you were escorted by your mom, and he told a story about that because he didn't realize at the mm-hmm. time uh, your age. You know, he gets the request to do the interview, da-da-da-da-da, but uh, he, he, he he didn't do the math, and, uh, you know, it just goes to show you, like, your mom pretty much just laid – she just sat back, Right. Yeah, she just. She, I mean, first of all,
4: that will never happen again, and I didn't want that to ever happen.
0: Uh, she was like,
4: she she looks up Greg Fitzsimmons and she's just like, no. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, she just sat there and he, he actually offered to like, he tried to get her to talk a couple of times and she just didn't say anything. He, she just wanted to make sure it was safe. And I think the second that she got there, she yeah. regretted ever showing up. Is that right? <laughs> yeah. And I regret it too, because I've been hearing about that for the past year and a half since it happened.
0: <laughs> and, uh, yeah, and I brought it up.
4: Christ, no, that's going. okay. I mean, Adam Adam brought it up a couple times when I was on the show. And I mean, it's funny. I mean, Greg, actually, I was listening to his podcast with Judd Apatow and he brought that up to Judd. So, I mean, <laughs> hey, when what are you gonna
0: do, right? <laughs> That's your claim to fame. That's amazing, though. It's, it's a great story, though, because I it's mean, pretty
4: funny. <laughs> and You're... But, but what a lot of people don't know is that when I was like, I get maybe I made him believe that I was older because he said we'll do the podcast at four twenty, and I just jokingly said, okay, I'll bring the bud. You know, yeah. he probably didn't imagine it would be some kid showing up with his mom. <laughs> he was probably trying to get stoned to do an interview, you know. <laughs>
5: Honey,
0: <laughs> it was comical it was great. no those, that's that 's a priceless story right there and uh yeah you were you you've been featured on the adam Corolla podcast i mean what, yeah. what was that like? I remember when it was going down, so i mean it was uh for for me yeah. as a fan of both of you guys, I was just like, this is awesome. <laughs>
4: It was crazy. I was.
0: I remember messaging you like
4: 20 minutes before he picked up my call. You were like, "He might put you on the spot if you're going to go on there and say you're a podcaster. You better be a podcaster." I was like, "He's not going to put me on the spot." Yeah. Next thing you know, Rob Cordry, <laughs> Joe Rogan, Greg Fitzsimmons. I'm yeah. like, "What?"
0: <laughs> yeah, his his style is is totally and you, you, raw in the sense it's not rehearsed. I mean, I've you're been to the st- man. I've been to yeah. the studio. And I've just, I've, I would just go to the studio because, and for the, you guys tuning in and listening, I, I sell Adam's uh, wine called Mangria, and our relationship allows me in, you know privileges into the studio. So I get access to that when I'm out in Los Angeles. So I would go out there, and I would, I would go and just watch. I'd hang out for the whole show, but I, I'm taking it all in, and none of it is scripted. Like nope. he's just, he's just hitting it and you have to hang on for the ride. And I, I've picked up on that cause Miriam always asked me, oh, so what are we talking about? I'm just, hang on. We're, we're going <laughs> to, we're, we're going to go. I would like to be one of those guys that, you know, has the bullet points and stuff. But whenever, whenever I try to look at notes, it, it throws me off. Mm. So, uh, yeah. <clears throat> you know, the fact that you were, fe- I don't know, I can't remember how many times you were featured on the show. It was, I th- it was four times. Yeah. God, I mean, that's um. It's like being on the Tonight Show. You know for what I mean? For me, it is. Yeah, When yeah. the mean, podcast yeah. world, hell yeah. I mean, four, yeah. four times It's the biggest podcast in the it, world. It, I it mean, is. <laughs> w- what did that do? What did that do for you?
4: I mean, it, it was insane. I mean, I, I I was never visually shown on their website. I was never visually shown on shown on their show, and I was recognized walking around. Hey, you're the are you the guy from the Adam Carolla show? And they would hear my voice. I mean, and I was like, what? Like. Guy from the Adam Carolla show, like I was on there for like 10 minutes, but if you, I guess if you think about it, he gets about a million downloads per episode. So it was huge. It was, it was absolutely huge. I mean, my Twitter was blowing up. There was threads online. There was my, my downloads went through the roof. I mean, it was just, I, could I was in shock. And the fact that Adam came on my show too, he
0: did. Yeah. yeah. yeah that was i don't even had
4: adam jesus that
0: was wild i want adam on my show
4: yeah i mean hey hit him up
0: i should i mean this
4: this is a guy that i like i mean i i would like worship this guy like i remember when i was like 11 or 12 i i tweeted him something and he just tweeted back the word thanks yeah yeah and i was freaking out i know. <laughs> you know i was like oh my god adam thanked me and now he's like hey i'm calling into the cassius morris show i just was like yeah. what yeah no that's <laughs> That's awesome.
0: Yeah. No, I'm the same way. I have a business card, a Mangria business card, and I swear to God I use this to my advantage. And it says, it's a Mangria, and it says Malcolm at That's my email. Beautiful. So I'll throw that out as a conversation starter sometimes, or if I know that I'm losing in some fashion with whoever I'm talking to, I'll be like, oh yeah, by the way, and that, that <laughs> it, it, it is one of the greatest things when people say, Adam Corolla. And yep. it's it's amazing. It's just a, it it really does open up, you know, not just a conversation, but I'm sure it opens up up, up doors. I know I've actually gotten into accounts just because of my affiliation with him, but uh, um, I'm sure that that helped you. I guess within the comedy club itself, I'm not sure, hundred percent. You know, because I think I think I saw one time you were there was a documentary that was featured, wasn't mm-hmm. it? Yeah, you were doing.
4: That that spawned that, yeah, actually. The the Corolla show, the guy who, who does the documentary, or did it, I guess, for a while, heard me on Corolla and that's that's what sparked it.
0: And what's the name and, of the documentary?
4: Uh, it's called the Podcast Kid is what he called it, and uh it was it's by Rabbit View Videos, a guy named Jeremy Podlog, who he lives in Calgary, which is three hours away from me. And he would drive up here and he'd do a, do a couple of videos. And right now he's, he was just doing it for fun, but this is his job. So right now he's focusing on paid projects. Yeah. Um, but we will be doing more of that soon. But that, that was one of the major things actually that, that spawned out of the Corolla show. I mean, it, it was like – it was just – I couldn't even believe it. I mean, it's some dude wants to come to my house and film me doing what I do. And I, I actually got on the news from Corolla as well now that I think about yeah, it. Yeah, I remember that it was a lot of exposure and uh i just tried to, tried to run with it as long as i could now obviously that segment wasn't something that was going to be an ongoing thing and i was aware of that yeah but that was fine I, you know i i got to do it for a while you know and that's i'm happy with that they were so good to me and and i i actually am still in contact with gary every once in a while and he's always helping me out
0: yeah we got to get you we we got to figure a way to link up when we're, when i'm in la and, yeah uh, get you i'm in- i'm
4: planning on going there in uh, september is that right I was supposed to be there this past summer, but plans change. I ended up I got a. I was working the Squamish Music Festival in BC, so I decided to do that instead. But yeah, yeah. hoping to get to LA.
0: Yeah that, that that would be that would be awesome to just see be a part of that experience. Did Definitely. it did it impact any uh, your life any in school? Like, do, 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 do the kids, do your 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 fe- fellow classmates, uh, embrace your stardom? <laughs> well, I mean, it it
4: it did for a bit. I mean, I'm actually not in school at this time. Yeah. I, I've taken some time off, and I I have the means to to go back in. But I've I've decided right now to kind of focus on, you know, actually doing what I want to do, like in the real world and actually cutting checks and yeah, you know, yeah. doing what I want to do. Yeah. Uh. But yeah, I mean, the people that I know, I mean, they were some of them were definitely impressed. I yeah. think I could say yeah.
0: Yeah, so, so right now, so you mentioned that, that you're out of school. So, you've just mm-hmm. decided to s- stop going to school, focus on your career. Now, how is that received by your parents? They fully support it. Yeah, I you I got to love that, man. Yeah, I mean, me damn. too. <laughs> you
4: know
0: That's what, what would have happened you. to me? You, you, I don't even think you understand. I brought... I, I, my, my brother put too much syrup on his pancakes one time And got took a beating I mean, no lie The, the smallest things you would have got popped in the mouth for In my, you know, childhood And is
4: expensive, man Yeah, no, I'm not
0: kidding I lie to you not He may not want to be put on blast like that But I said it I'm, I'm telling you It's, it's, it's so, such a stark difference, you know and, and, you know, me being a parent myself like I, I have a, a pretty good idea where this is going to lead, and, and I, I know it's going to lead to to more things, bigger things. I mean, you can, I can see the building blocks, the foundation, and uh, yeah. like I said, me as a friend and as a fan, I, I, I enjoy this uh, this ride that you're on. Thank you so much, man.
4: I really appreciate
0: I really appreciate your support. It it,
4: it means the world, and. I I hope. Uh, I mean, like I say, I, I hope it it's going good. I, I've been dabbling in photography and a couple other things, and you know, like I like I said, doing things in the real world I find more yeah. effective than sitting in some classroom and not cutting checks. Man, you know? it's
0: it's true. It's true because I I talk to my son all the time about that, and and you know, we'll have uh, these sessions after school, and you know, we'll we'll just mix it up about the real world, about what's going on, and he's into DJing, and he's Talking about doing parties and shows and stuff nice. like that, and uh, you know, I, I tell him that, that how to how to get involved in that. And a lot of times, when you do a show, you're not going to get paid for it at first. You got to get no. your name out there. You got to build it. You got to prove that you can actually do it. And then once you once you do it, you, and you're the only show in town, I was like, you're going to start, you know, getting getting phone calls. But but yeah. the fact that he's interested in you know, in, in something more than you know what they quote unquote program you to do, uh, especially in the school system. I'm not sure how it is in Canada, but here in the states, there's a lot of programming going on. You know, no, man, yeah, it, it's craziness. I mean, it, it's madness. And the fact that you're you're you're, you're not only you're empowering yourself, but your your parents uh, are giving you that independence and freedom to express yourself in that way. I think that it's gonna it's gonna benefit you and. Short in the short and long term.
4: Absolutely, man. I mean, and that's so right, and and that's part of the programming is is a big issue, and and I mean that's why there's a lot of people around my age or a lot of people just in general that'll say, you know, you think you're going to get big off a podcast? They don't understand that the podcast is a building bro- a building block, like you yeah. said, or even a stepping stone yeah. to the next big thing. Do I think I'm going to become a millionaire or pay my bills off a podcast, come on. Like, yeah. really, you really? But I got no time to talk. I got time to do. You know, yeah. I, don't, I got no time to convince people. Yeah. And, and also what you said about your son is right. And by the way, I hope he's doing well.
0: Yeah, he's good. Thanks.
4: Good. But, um, you know, I mean, you won't get paid. I mean, I joke around and I say, yeah, I'm worried about collecting checks. I don't actually collect checks. Yeah. I mean, I just, I get, but the real world experience, I hope he realizes this too, is is worth is worth it. You're getting paid in experience and f- at this stage in the game for anybody who's in my position
0: or his position that sh- I-, I think that's enough. Oh that's yeah. True. That, well that's that's the check. That's yeah. the yeah. payment right, right there. People can't it's hard for people to grasp. Like they ask me, like you know, what, why do you do the podcast? Why do you have 150 episodes? Why you know all this stuff? I do it. It's therapeutic for me. There's a lot of reasons why I do it. It's a personal jour- uh, journal. It's yeah. it's actually a love letter to my son. So it's like yeah. it, there's a lot of reasons why why we do it. Why Miriam Tazi does it? I don't know. You know, she, <laughs> she, she, I have no,
4: no idea. She's just along for the ride too, just like all of us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what are you gonna do?
0: But. uh you know it's, it's it's once you're committed to something there there are a couple type of peop- people in this world that, the ones that are committed and keep moving forward and then the ones that question it and don't make moves and yeah. uh, uh i think you fall in the category of the of the first so yeah it's a uh you know there's always going to be naysayers and haters out there mm-hmm. you know yeah. and uh you know one thing leads to the other like like the podcasting you know gave you the self confidence and the voice You know, so that you can interact in an adult arena like a comedy show and interact with... I mean, talk about the the aforementioned uh, 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 Adam Carolla episode. I mean, he put you on the spot right there with top people and you were just, bam, bam, knocking out the question. (laughs) I would have froze up. Like, literally, I I don't even know. I've asked myself, I listened to that show a couple few times and I was like, I don't even think I would have been that fast. You know, and the and and the fact that you are, you know, it says a lot. Well, I I
4: really appreciate that, Malcolm. I really do. I mean, that was that was crazy. That was crazy. But don't get me wrong. I mean, I I felt I felt like I was freezing up while I was doing it. I mean, apparently I wasn't. But like when I did the thing with Rogan on his show, I'm not gonna lie to you, man. I was sitting in this room in this chair right here. I was physically sweating. (laughs) I was physically sweating. I was breathing heavily. Like I was, it's not like it's it's a walk in the park. Yeah, I mean it's it's very nerve wracking still, you know. And I'm sure that I'll be pretty nervous when I go on Joey here soon, in a few, in like an hour. But it's still fun. You know? So,
0: so what's 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 you know it like on a on a in just any given day, let's say you know like today, like a Wednesday. What what's a Wednesday or Thursday like for for Cassius Morris? Like you know what what is it like in Edmonton? I mean wh- yeah. You know, you, Usually, um, I'll get up, yeah. and
4: I'll get up, you know, I mean, I, 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 I'm pretty generous with my sleep. I'll get up around 10, 11, you
0: know. Oh, yeah. uh, You're like Miriam. <laughs> what's that? You're like Miriam. The there <laughs> you go.
4: <laughs> no, I'll get up, I'll uh, I'll check my Facebook, Twitter, respond to some comments, some some tweets, some, some messages, and uh, hopefully... Now I'll go to the gym, yeah. and uh maybe do a podcast, check the website, walk my dogs, I try to walk them every day, spend time with my family, and uh go to work and uh, then after work it's just uh hanging out watching some videos, listening to music and
0: uh so yeah. it's just norm- normal normal stuff yeah. you know and you, but you have goals uh that you're uh you know that that you have set for yourself a set Definitely. of tasks if you will and uh yeah and you see those out. The reason why I ask is you know is there is there a difference, you know, far as you know, I've, I see films about living in Canada and Miriam has talked to me about Canada and we briefly touched about the programming, but do you see stark differences in what's going on here in America as what's going on in your neighborhood in Canada? It could be political, it could be uh stuff that's going on, you know, uh pop culture or anything. What what are some of the differences that you see? I mean,
4: it seems like things are pretty damn crazy in the states. Yeah. I mean, I got to be honest with you. Uh one comment I will make is that people have this big thing about Canadians being so nice, which I think is true, but uh you can still get jacked if you're walking at the wrong spot at the wrong time. I mean, it's yeah. not like you're walking around, you know, willy-nilly around here, so I think that I mean, it's probably not even all that different. I mean, I've personally never left Canada, so I can't really say.
0: Yeah. But, uh, I mean... But you see films, you see the television programming, you see, of course the news, what's going on here, uh, yeah. you know, as far as the political circus with Donald Trump yeah. and uh, and even the, the Democratic Party. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you see that, you see the reality shows. I mean, you know, I just, I just wonder sometimes, like, what do we look like, you know, to someone... Well, Outside. I mean, I'm trying to be polite,
4: I guess. You don't have to. <laughs>
0: this is this is American Riddle. Lay it out.
4: It looks crazy, man. I <clears throat> yeah. mean, it it looks insane. It looks, it, first of all, I mean, it looks like race is just such a tremendous issue, and it's like that's been coming back more and more. Like I thought it was, I it was supposed to be fading away, apparently, but now it's, it seems to be coming back. Race doesn't isn't really that big of an issue in Canada. I mean, I'd or at least in Edmonton, I'd say most couples I'd see are mixed race. You know, it's not really that big of an issue. Yeah.
0: Yeah, no, it's, it's 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 an issue here. I've been around for for a minute, and uh, you know, it, it it hibernates and then it comes out. And definitely, as of late, you know, everything that's been going on with the police, you know, yeah. uh, just that that alone. But even the police is much nicer in Canada. Well, he was saying, Cash is saying, they are. Yeah, yeah
1: it, just much more approachable, just nice. You know, just it's like there for to help you, not to intimidate you. You know, or
0: well, your father's in law enforcement, correct?
4: Yep, he, he is. He's not a he's not a actual police officer anymore. He's changed departments, but yeah, he's he's uh, he's a peace officer. Is what you call it? Look Aww, at that. See,
0: that's a better word. That's a way better word,
4: yeah, actually. And and that's the real that's the real term. I mean, yeah, it's it's great because he's just there to keep the peace, and uh, he works. Peace officers is basically at least in Edmonton, it's like mo- just downtown, and you're just p- policing downtown, not the whole city, you know. <laughs> And uh, like the LRT and the underground sectors and stuff like that. So,
0: so he's he has he has he weighed in? Has he commented on what goes on in the states? Just you know, l- looking at the news, uh, does he ever yeah. say anything about that? I'm curious what his opinion opinion is. I guess he could-
4: thinks that American cops are insane. Yeah, <laughs> he yeah. thinks that they're overbearing. That they're you know basically everything you guys have said. I mean, they're overbearing. They go too far. I mean. The video of that cop that was at the school physically attacking that young girl, yeah. black or white, that was completely unacceptable. Yeah, I don't know why people need to make it a black thing or a white thing. I mean, he assaulted a young woman. And, you know, I I I don't think you would ever. I mean, I, maybe you could, but I would I, I would never see that around here, and I've never seen police brutality here. In my life, well, I you think know, it just doesn't seem to
0: happen. I think uh, I think the reason why you, you, you that the race is injected in it is because it 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 is race. In it that, is race. In yeah. that case, she 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 is a, a, a black girl, a child, and was manhandled, was roughed up by a policeman. You will not. It is rare. Uh, I can't even think of one. I guess I could surf the net, but you will not see a blonde-haired, blue-eyed girl get that type of treatment in America. Yeah. Or if you, that. if you do, all hell will break loose. Yep. That cop would be under the jail. It'd be done. And that's, that's, uh, that's the reason why, because this has happened time and time and time again, you know, with, uh, within the black community. And, and, and now with the 24 hour news cycle, Twitter, Facebook, these little uh, computing devices that we carry around in our back pockets, record oh, yeah. stuff and, and we can see it and, and mm-hmm. we see it in real time. So, uh, and you see it more with, you know, people of color. It's not just black people, you know, it's, it's, uh, you know, Mexican, uh, people, Latino, uh, Asian Americans, uh, our Arab brothers and sisters. So it's, it's, it's ongoing and it, it you're right. It needs to stop. And, you know, it, like I said, the reason why I bring it up, cause I, I it's important to me to see how we're viewed and uh and i i wanted to know what your opinion was on that and and the same yeah. thing same thing goes with pop culture i mean if you look at what's being programmed on our televisions and in our films a lot of the uh, the way that people are depicted it's got to be a, a joke to people you know right in canada or even you know abroad you yeah. know
4: no, I mean it's it's pretty crazy and, and the reason I, I – you know, when I say that why is this a black thing, I don't mean why is the public seeing it as a black thing because they should. I mean why are the cops seeing it as a as a race thing I guess would be a better thing to say. You know, I mean I usually when people ask me about this, I'll make a joke and I'll say, you know, I'm 50 percent black so I'm 50 percent more likely to be beaten by a cop. Yeah. You know, it's all fun and games but I mean this stuff actually does happen and it, it I think it, it should be stopped for sure.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's true. I mean, you you and I are, are definitely share a kinship when it comes to that. I'm I'm uh, black and Native American. We we share a similar complexion, but uh, America definitely views me uh, one certain way. There's, there's no doubt about that, and it's yeah. a uh, it's something I have to be aware of. And same with my son. It's you know, it, it, if you're just a shade different than someone else, that impacts everything. And it's something you have to be aware of. Um, is it, is that something that you have to deal with in your neighborhood? Do you have to deal with like you said, fifty percent chance of being beaten? It's a, it's it's a joke the way it came off, but yeah. not so much a joke in the U.S. Do you have no. that? Do you have that fear, or have your parents talked to you about uh, stuff like that? Uh, you know, in your neighborhood, they haven't. Yeah, it's, it, it, it's never
4: been an issue for me. It, races, I mean yeah I, race doesn't come into my daily life the only way it would come into my life is me thinking about uh you know am i i don't even know what i am i mean i'm i'm f- f- genetically half black do i you know wondering am I actually half black you know am i a black do i- identify as black i don't know, but other than that in my own personal thoughts it doesn't doesn't come into my head at all and I'd never think about it you know my sister's half black her boyfriend's full black first time I've thought about it is now you know yeah.
0: Yeah, no, and that's but it. that's how it should be. That's exactly it how it should be. You, I shouldn't have to sit down and talk to my son about those type of things. Being beaten, you know, knowing how to act around "quote unquote" police in in the in America. If if you get pulled over, if the, you get questioned, I mean, there are certain things that my dad sat me down, and there's ways uh, that we were instructed to act. You know, if pulled over or if questioned or any of those things just because yeah. of our, our skin color. And it's always it's been up. part of the conversation. I would love, love to be in a world where I can, in all honesty, give the answer that you just gave. It doesn't even come up. It doesn't yeah. even come up.
4: That, that- And I'm, I'm lucky to have that. I mean, it's there is even you know i mean it's just there's barely any white people in edmonton you know yeah that's another thing and it's just even if there were i mean yeah people don't think about it i'd say that the vast
0: majority of people in alberta are are some different kind of race so what do you think what do you, what do you think the hang up is what do you, what do you what would you think from your uh perspective what do you think the hang up is here in america why we are so fixated on that I I mean my guess would be
4: that it it could probably have something to do with with some of the modern music culture especially with rappers. Yeah. Uh you know, I mean they're always talking about guns still. They're always talking about sipping lean still, eating bars. Yeah. And I think, you know, it, it the average uh, you know, racist who's sitting there flipping through the channels who sees that just says there's another black dude doing what we expect them to, do, to
0: so, do so. So, enforcing stereotypes, reinforcing yeah. stereotypes, doesn't do us any favors. Uh, that's yeah. for sure. In quote unquote the, the in the mainstream, as far as rap and hip hop culture, uh, mm. I can I, yeah, I, I've got issues issues with that, and also fear. So that that the the these uh, racists uh, are fearful of that stereotype. So the first thing they do when they react is in a violent way. That's what you're saying.
4: Yeah, absolutely. It's it's like it's like J. Cole said, I can't remember what the exact lyric is, but something about, you know, if if you're if you're not playing basketball or rapping, where the where are the African American celebrities? You know? Yeah, Nobody yeah. sees them. There's a couple actors.
0: It's weird. It's weird and and I'm glad you brought that point up. It, it, it's been bizarre because uh I've seen the evolution of hip hop uh, and the hip-hop culture and rap music, and I have to clarify the difference also, because hip-hop itself is the culture, and the rap is actually, as KRS says, something that you do, something you perform, and uh, it's definitely changed to the point where where it doesn't matter uh, w- w- whichever color you are, but the, the MCs today definitely uh, spend a lot of time uh, being braggadocious about those violent item, you know, uh, things mm-hmm. like uh, guns and and money and drugs and stuff like that. It's gl- it's it's glorified to the point where it's celebrated within the youth itself. I mean, the song "I'm in Love with the Coco." I mean, there are eight years old, eight year olds, and, <laughs> and granted, when I was coming up, I mean, I we had Schooly D, we had the two live crew, we had a lot of stuff like that it was similar but then there was also a tribe called quest yeah La soul run dmc Mm -hmm. public enemy there was there was a a a wide range of balance where now in the mainstream that's that's all you know it's pretty much all the money is into the that stereotype so i mean uh,
4: we have chance the rapper we have j cole i mean those are some very i'd say I mean, you know, Chance talks about a lot of drug content, but whatever. I mean, it's a pretty – I'd say Wiz Khalifa, too, is a pretty positive, you know, role model for, for young kids if you really look into his messages. Yeah. You know, I mean, th- we do have people – now, by the way, Lee's messaging me. He wants to do a quick sound check. Would it be okay to pause for a second?
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Do what you got to do. All right, do. Sorry go. to cut you off there. No, No worries. No worries. Okay. I'll be right back here. We'll be here. Okay. Yeah. So Yeah. So just listening to that, I mean, what do you think? And that's Lee. Lee, Lisa, uh, Lee is uh, uh, the producer, co-host of The Church of What's Happening Now with Joey Diaz. <laughs> so uh, he's uh, doing a sound check because he's going to be on his podcast coming up. He's busy. He's so, busy. So American Riddle and then uh, Joey <laughs> Diaz. <That's, laughs> I think The Joey Diaz show is, you know, <laughs> the real deal. But no, I'm glad, I'm glad he tuned in and, and, and to have this conversation with him. But What do you think?
1: It's just interesting. I like that you brought up also the difference between Canada and here, but does the mu-
0: the music, it's
1: interesting that you say that because I think I was listening to, or we had like Kendrick playing. Um, and some people just don't still don't really get it. Like people completely hear hip hop and it's like, or rap and it's com- not even listening to what's actually being said. And it was completely misunderstood and was just like, is this appropriate? You know, for the environment that we're in right now, and I was just like, I was kind of taken aback, you know. And I'm just like, so some people still just will close their mind completely, you know, and not listen to what's actually being said. You know that there is a a good message behind, you know, like the 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 music or whatever. Just listen to what's being said, and I don't know. There's 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 a it's difficult to try to change people's perspectives sometimes. Yeah,
0: well, I mean, it's, it's, it's hard to... If
1: they're not willing to listen it, at all. That you know?
0: and, 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 you know, if you're not plugged in to what's going on, like, if you're living in your own world, in your own shell...
1: Yeah, but that's most people in America. That's the
0: point, though. And especially in this area, in northern Virginia, the Washington, D.C., Maryland, I mean, it, it's it's very nice... Here, you have everything you need.
5: Oops, let's get this. How do
0: you do this? Like this? Yeah. All right, all right we're good. Jeff, yeah, back, Mr. Syatt. That's yes, right. Well, I was just, I was just telling Mariam Tazi that, uh, yeah, you're, you're doing a sound check for the church of what's happening now.
4: <laughs> that's right. We're all set. Lee, Lee's looking good. Lee's losing weight.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's, uh, that's. It, it, it ain't easy. You know. Infinite easy, man. No, no, no. It's not. It's definitely
1: not. <laughs> Pimping and losing weight. Yeah, same thing. Exactly.
4: <laughs> Tell me
0: about it. I would
4: know firsthand.
0: Yeah, no, I've, I've been hitting the gym a lot lately, too, and God, man, it's uh, it's definitely a dedication that you have to you have to stay on top of. I don't care, young, old, or whatever, because uh, if not, it gets its grips in you, and it's easy to keep eating potato chips and Big Macs, you know.
4: Man, I've been slipping hardcore <laughs> lately, staying up. <laughs> Till four in the morning, walking around like a zombie, eating whatever's in the fridge, like a just a nightmare. So I'm I'm stopping that right away.
0: <laughs> yeah what, what what are your uh, what are the things that you like to like what What, what are some of the things you like to eat? <laughs> Let me tell you something. If there's a
4: box of popsicles in the fridge, right.
0: yeah, there popsicles won't be the next time so you look. Yeah, popsicles. <laughs> are, popsicles aren't that bad. No. They aren't
4: bad, but I mean, I mean, if you have like
0: ten. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'll, I'll have more than ten. Easy. I mean, you know, with a
4: box of clear pops and turn the
1: other way. Oh.
4: Yeah. Cereal, man. It's sugary cereal. Yeah.
1: Do You like sweet then?
4: Sweet, salty. That's <laughs> the all I like? of it.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. No. The, the sugar is definitely the enemy when it comes to that. There's no doubt about that. And I've, I've, all but. Giving up soda every every now and again I'll have it, but I've noticed a big difference, huge difference. Look at me, I'm trim. Look at that, I look like a million yeah. bucks. <laughs> you know, doctor. you know, yeah. You notice I'm giving myself those compliments. Yes, Miriam, you are. Miriam has not <laughs> said one word. That was your cue. Like. Yeah,
1: no. I've told him already. I told him he looks he looks fresh and toned. Look at that. You know, yeah, I'm back. Yeah. yeah. I but, just can't relate because I don't try to lose weight. I try to gain weight. No, she's so. tiny. Yeah, I try to she's gain
4: always weight. She's tiny.
0: She so can eat Snickers. So how do you guys know each other? Miriam and I, we go back uh, in the wine business. Mm-hmm. So we, um, we uh, worked in the wine business. She was innocent then. Or she appeared to be. <laughs> <laughs> what?
1: She, she was I'm very, still innocent. I don't she, know what you're talking yeah, yeah, about. Yeah,
0: yeah, we, yeah. We, we met uh, through work. Yeah. And um, yeah, it was quite some time ago. I think you were were you coming from someplace Canada yeah, or was, Africa? Or?
1: I w- well, I had after I graduated from Montreal, I went to Mali, I went to Sub-Saharan Africa for a few years, and then I came back here. And then I had to work. I was trying to go back to school, working, and that's how I met you. I was, I think, I was in school, and I was working two jobs. Yeah,
0: she she has a joke. I'll put myself on blast because I used to, you know, I, it, it, I sometimes I have to dress up. She tried to say, I slipped. I fell up the stairs or something like that. I'm like, what are you talking about? What-
1: the hell is she talking? Well, about? Well, no, because I used to think you were so, you know, like being in the. It was my first real experience seeing people in the wine business. And you're a sales rep. You would always yeah. come like sharply dressed, you nice tie. shoes. Yeah. His shoes would be all shiny, you know, Jacket. like yeah, everything. And then he like walks in and slips like. <laughs> <laughs> that's <laughs> the story. Trying to be all slick, you know, and then he totally slips, and I just crack up because we had like an open office. He's like not cool anymore; yeah. just lost his coolness.
0: And you, you, know? you see, cashes became real,
1: you know. Yeah. It was funny. That's
0: that's me. That's me in a nutshell. I look like a mafia look like a mafia don all dressed up, the coat, everything, and I slip. You know what I mean? Are you
4: sampling your own product or something? What's going on? Who knows?
0: Yeah, probably not. I don't even drink that much, man. People don't even know. It's one of the best kept secrets in the I don't even know if it's a secret in the wine business. I just I just push it. That's about it. Yeah, you don't really drink. Yeah, Don't get high on your own supply. Yeah, no, no, <laughs> yeah. that's that's one of the rules. That's one of the rules, Cassius. Yeah. Uh you know, But at you, least we learned something from Biggie. That's right, and uh, uh, yeah, Miriam's background. I guess uh, you, as you know, she's the African with attitude. She's Moroccan, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. That's right. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you know, she's, uh, she's doing it big over here in the States now. <laughs> what? <You know?
1: laughs> yeah, according to my family back home in the village, yeah, I'm she doing a, it big. I'm in America. Got a you radio know, we, t- have radi- we have the electricity. <laughs> like, yeah. Lights.
0: Yeah, exactly. A, running water, you know, making it big. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah, really. The, the, the woman speaks how many languages? I do speak five languages. Five languages. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah i mean not you speak for voiceovers you speak that's what i try that's yeah, thank you cash that's what i've been idea. trying to push her into you yeah. know i agree
1: we'll see maybe
0: Cassius speaks french do you
1: Mm-hmm. A bon?
4: i'm losing it but i do
1: where did you learn french
4: i was uh, i was in an all french school for the first uh five years of my schooling
1: oh nice yeah i, I went to french school too but then when I went to Canada, I actually went to college in English. That was my first experience in English. Hmm. It was, The oh, reversed. It was yeah, it was hard, actually. It was a big change, but I managed, you know. But that's cool. Yeah. We could start speaking French, but then Malcolm will feel left out. So. No, I know a little French. Yeah, you know a few sure. sayings. You do. That's right. <laughs> Je veux
4: parler du français avec American riddle.
1: <laughs> <laughs> On peut, y'a pas de problème. <laughs> Easy. On, oui, oui. Yeah. yeah, it's cute. Oui, oui. Yeah, mm-hmm, very good, Malcolm. There that's, you go. That's
0: it. I'm good. <laughs>
1: you you know. can say the French wine names and stuff.
0: Yeah, well, I struggle. I strive, wrestle with the English language, so oh, it's uh, it's quite the <laughs> challenge. Quite the challenge. But Cassius, yeah, um, you talked earlier about MCs and stuff like that. Would you got a top five? Oh,
4: I got a top five, man, and I mean, maybe I should just avoid the embarrassment and not throw Drake in there. Or I don't know. No, it's all right. But he's uh, representing. I got. I like Drake. I mean, let's say without an order for me right now, it's J Cole, Kendrick, mm. yeah, uh, Chance the Rapper. Yep. Yeah. I'd say Biggie. Yeah, and uh, Nas. You got a respectable
0: nice. list.
1: Not so- bad. Yeah. Not bad at all.
0: That's, Not I mean, bad. That's, that's okay. Let me let's throw this one. Okay, top five uh, rock bands. Ooh. Top five. Ooh. Top five, baby boy. Number
4: five,
0: Kiss. Oh, you're and going in order. Fifth.
4: Yep. Oh, I please. You gotta do it in order <laughs> if you're gonna do rock. If we're gonna do rock, we're gonna do rock. All uh, right. Num- I'd say number five would be Kiss. Uh, sorry, scratch that. Number four, number five would be Rush. Yeah. Number four would be Kiss. Number three would be Iron Maiden. Yeah. Uh, number two would be ACDC. Number one, uh, original Black Sabbath. Yeah. Um,
1: okay.
0: Series.
4: Not 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 cutting too deep. I have a lot of others on my my extended list, but uh, for the top five, you got to go with the classics. Pink Floyd, I honorable mention.
0: Mm. Yeah, I saw I saw Roger Waters in, in concert and <sighs> uh, blew my mind. I, I've never uh, okay. ens- never seen anything like that before. It's maybe I don't know. It was the Wall concert. So it was maybe about four years ago. I think it was something like that. But I've never to this day I've seen a lot of. You know shows, uh, uh, but uh, that one right there is amazing—an amazing show. Yeah, I
4: saw a video of that. That looked like it was incredible.
0: I mean, they had airplanes flying around and puppets that were like fifty feet tall. <laughs> and I mean, it was just—they um, built the wall. I mean, it's just just crazy the production that goes into that. I mean, I've seen nine. And Inch- now David Gilmore's on tour too. Yeah, I've seen Nine Inch Nails. That's, they, they, he puts on—I mean, just amazing shows. Yeah, I think they're going to be playing Lollapalooza this year, if I'm not mistaken. Mm.
4: Hmm.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's uh, I mean, there's a lot. There's, there's a when it comes to to music, I know so so little, and I'm always learning from you know from other people. So it's uh, it's something that's still new to me in so many ways. Uh, but just coming up, I mean, just just the fact that you can just throw out five classics like that, uh, it, it it speaks to your your education and who you are. Uh, as a person, and I was talking when you when you had to uh get off the the air for a moment that uh we're able to have this conversation this dialogue with you, just about everything from you know pop culture to race relations here in the states uh says a lot uh you know about you and and you know we're 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 happy and thankful that you're still in the game. And uh picking up the phone when we call. So uh you anytime. Know, yeah, like yeah. I say,
4: any any time. And I I'm, I'm thankful to be on.
0: Seriously. Yeah, no, we, we, we appreciate your time, Cassius. Of course. Um, how can people find you? How can they how can they uh track you down? How can they follow you?
4: I'm pretty easy to find. I mean everybody knows where I work and uh everybody knows my name. So that's basically all I need to know. everything is Cassius Morris, uh Twitter, uh Facebook page, uh, website is CassiusMorris.com, and uh, we're, we're posting a lot of new episodes. I just released a concert stories episode, and I'm releasing a Black Sabbath uh, sabotage roundtable review podcast, which is going to be going through every, every song on that record track by track, if there's any Sabbath fans out there, and some hip-hop stuff coming up soon. So just everything, basically, you need is at CassiusMorris.com.
1: Nice.
0: Yeah, that and that's smart. That's smart marketing right there. I tell people all the time to own your name. I'm I yep. do the same thing. If you Google Malcolm Riddle, I mean, it all just comes up for better yep. or for worse. But you know, it's there, uh, and and uh, just it, it makes it easy. You know, when you look for someone on Twitter or you look for someone on. Do you do Snapchat?
4: Uh, not publicly, because I I got I got some dirty laundry on there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's the one thing I keep a secret.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I don't. I don't understand all of them. I gotta I gotta pick a side, and I uh, do more yeah. on I think Twitter uh, than all of them. I like Twitter a lot, but uh, you know, I guess Twitter. that's for the old heads now.
4: <laughs> I, I love don't. it. No, my my. Uh, I think the most out there thing I have is Instagram, which is at dollars. Just the words dollar sign Morris, and I have some of my. Photography that I've been dabbling with up on there. If you guys want to check that out,
0: yeah, yeah, I, I, I yeah. follow you on it. And, uh, yeah, there's some interesting things going on. As far as your, your interviews and stuff, are there any ones that stand out that you've really uh, liked over the years?
4: Over the years, I mean, my the highlight of, of this whole journey, I guess, has been my interview with Eric Singer from Kiss. Uh, he, he gave me about almost two and a half hours on the air God. and over an hour off the air. Mm. Wow. And he just sat there on the phone with me for like almost four hours and just talked to me about... I mean, I'm looking around my room. You can see the Kiss yeah. posters. <laughs> no, I see it. And everything. I'm looking around my room at, at this guy and I've been on the phone with him for three hours staring at his picture on my wall. It was surreal.
5: Wow.
0: That stays and with you. And I got you. to meet him too. And that, that, that probably brings a smile to your face when like when you when you sit back and you think about that. Huh? Yeah,
4: I mean, the odd time I will sit back and think about it when I'm feeling, you know, down in the dumps or whatever. And it's like... I, I, got, I got a lot of things to be happy about. I mean, a lot of, there's KISS fans out there that would that would kill to have a message that says hello to them, and, and I've got to, you know, meet the band and meet a lot of different bands and be up close, you know, closer to, than security to stages, and, you know, it's just, I'm, I'm very, I don't use the word blessed often, but if I would have to, it would be in this scenario.
0: <laughs> hmm. That's what's up, Cassius, and we're blessed uh, to have you on our program today, and uh, thanks, for, thanks for joining us. Thank you. Thank All you right. very much both of you. And uh yeah, give my best to Lee and Joey. Uh, when are you doing that show? When are you going to be on there? It's going to be in an hour and 45 minutes. Oh man. So we're the warm-up act. <laughs> <Do>
4: Two <the laughs> podcasts in one day. You got to get out there. Yeah, yeah. Tell,
0: tell tell Uncle Joey Malcolm Riddle says hello. And then of uh yeah, I'll be sure to tune in on the church of what's happening now. Uh, when they post that So uh, Cassius Thanks for thanks for calling in And thanks for joining us
1: Take care man Thanks thank, for thanks for being on Thank you on. guys
0: so much We'll talk to you later
4: And uh, send me a link When this is up And I'll post it Yep
0: Sounds good Thank you Take care Alright Take care Bye right. Cassius Morris Everyone Cassius The great Cassius Morris I, I, You know I I like him I like him too Huh you What's that to like
1: It's nice to see him Like growing into up? his own
0: mm-hmm. Huh He's very cute Yeah he's He's uh... cute he is, uh, it's, it's... Good looking. He is. Yeah, he's... A, <clears throat> he
1: needs to be on TV. Mm.
0: Yeah, he's well-spoken. Mm-hmm. You know, he handles himself well. And, and think about it. Like, my shit is softballs. My, this this style of interviewing, you know, we're just talking. A conversation is light. But when Corolla had him on, <laughs> I don't even know. I don't even know. Like, I would have been like, ah. I would just... <laughs> It's it, he was just drilling. Yeah, it. but you've met
1: him and you've had conversations with him, so it's not like who Adam Carolla yeah. in person. So it's like
0: yeah, no, maybe but, it wouldn't
1: be so you know.
0: He had Rob Corddry on, and he just put him on blast, and you know he said, "All right, interview Rob Corddry yeah, right I remember. now." I heard and it, and it was just just boom, boom, boom. <laughs> so I mean, yeah, who knows? I don't know how I would, and the, but that's the whole thing about podcasting anyway. One hundred fifty-one episodes. You know uh now i'm a little bit more comfortable uh you know hearing my voice with the with the cans on as we call them headphones <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, for those of you who don't know that aren't in the know mm. you know what i mean uh but uh
1: <laughs> that entertains you
0: I know right <laughs> I'm the one that's giggling at that you're laughing at me <laughs> not with me, but at me. look at her, listen to her people yeah she's listen, this is the abuse I take but I abuse. do it to myself. <laughs> It's all to myself. And it's recorded.
1: Yep. There you go. <sighs>
0: yeah, no, I, I, I definitely enjoy, I've enjoyed his journey and will continue yeah. to do so. And uh, for those of you tuning in, be sure you support him. Go to CassiusMorse.com. All the information is there. You'll see him throughout the years and links to all his adventures uh, that are in play right now. But mm-hmm. uh, quite the head on Cassius Morris, you know he's he's very well developed, and 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 big ups to his his, his parents. You know what I mean? And Canada?
1: C- yes, right. <laughs> and Canada. You know. I miss Canada.
0: You know the the, the fact uh, that
1: we're crazy here. It's okay.
0: We we're caught up. We're caught up with ourselves and our own fear. So much fear
1: to appreciate.
0: So much so that it blinds us from all the beautiful things that are out there, and those beautiful things are, are found within ourselves, within our neighbors, within our brothers, within our sisters, no matter what walk of life they come from, you know mm-hmm. and, and sometimes I have to stop and put myself in check as well and kind of and, and recognize that, because uh, you can get caught up in this madness, you know It's very easy to, but and that ain't right. Agreed. That ain't right people. Uh what else? What else was your take out of this uh I was looking forward to this too. I do.
1: It's funny how much you guys look alike. You yeah. could totally be like, your son. <laughs> it's <laughs> my little brother. Or that, you know. I like s- to think. It's sweet. Yeah. Well, no. I'm glad I'm glad you guys have kept in touch and stuff, you know, I think that that's really cool. And I like the mentor, like the, the relationship that you guys have built and there's a lot of respect there. So
0: I like that. Yeah. I wouldn't use the word mentor. Um, I, you know, well, Well, unless he's mentoring me, so to speak, because again, like I said, when I, when I first got hip to him, um, it was on social media somewhere. I don't know which, which outlet. I don't know if it was Instagram. I think it was Instagram and then. He was a guest on The Church of What's Happening Now with Joey Diz. And I was like, I know this guy, this mm-hmm. kid or whatever. And then we started talking and stuff like that. And that was, you know, years ago. Yeah. You know? No, yeah. That was, that was about three years ago or so. So it was, it was a few years ago. And again, that's the beauty. That's the, I think the, that's the connection that I love about social media. And staying in touch with people, and even within the podcasting world, because I remember at one time when I thought about not doing the podcast, he was one of the f- uh, first uh, people to contact me and, and be like, you know, Do keep it. keep going, mm. you know, keep 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 it going, uh, uh, and you know, it just it it showed me that uh, he was he was dialed in, connected, and he cared. Yeah, and uh, someone we physically have, we've never met. You know, we've never shook hands or anything like that, but mentally, that connection. And it's the same thing with, you know, working with Corolla, and uh, you know, uh, hanging out uh, the handful of times with Joey Diaz, and uh, you know, even 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 being in the same room with Tretch or Big Daddy Kane or or Rock him and stuff like that. No, we're not like buddies or anything like that, but to be accessible where they could easily be the quote unquote rock star that says, you know, wait in line or, or, or be dismissive. More
1: distance basically. No, that's
0: yeah. I think, I think with all the madness that is going on in the, in the world, in the United States, I think, uh, I think at the same time, there are some good human things that are going on as well. And I think we need to highlight those. And, And we've done that here, whether we knowingly put that on the forefront or not on this podcast, but, uh, uh there's definitely been some stories that have been shared that shows the better uh part of uh of our community together, huh what do you think Aww.
1: Nope. yeah, I hope so anyway you know there's i'm trying to be more positive about some stuff or at least be more involved myself, you know but it's hard sometimes, <laughs> no excuses though
0: it is hard mm. It is hard. So, yeah, I mean, that's, um, that's what's up. And, and for the everyone listening, I mean, I mean I've got uh, a few people that got involved and uh, have reached out about helping produce episodes. Uh, I mean, that right there shows that connection as well. Yeah. Um, the fact that, uh, you know, we may be few, you know, as far as the amount of, of uh, listeners, but, but, but it, it is a strong few. It is a bonded few you know I'm I'm serious I'm you know I'd I'd rather have you know I'd rather have you know a a 100 of the right people than 10,000 of the wrong you know I think <laughs> <laughs> I met uh, yeah. uh Greg Gilmore who's been on the podcast we were talking the other day and someone came came by and wanted to pick my brains he gentleman wanted to talk about starting the podcast mm. He just wanted to you know just pick my brains and and all that, and uh, what'd you say and uh Gre- he was asking Greg, uh, Greg was like, hey, you he asked me this do I mo- you know monetize it and I was like, uh, no, I was like, hey, you know we try to promote the amazon on americanriddle dot com uh, page, but uh you know it, it, again it's it, this is a it's a it's a diary it's a journal it's therapeutic you know it's yeah would I like to have you know uh sponsorship?" And Stuff like that, yeah, but I, I wouldn't want it where it would control the podcast where I got to uh, inject a commercial in the mid sentence or mid flow of the conversation. Um, I wouldn't want to do that.
1: I mean, you could, I mean, if they were willing to sponsor, you could just do that in the beginning, like other shows, just do it in the beginning or do it at the end, you know. I would I mean? do
0: that, yeah, I would do that. That's how uh, Rogan does it, but my point is, um, you know, it's just. Mm. That comes to time, you know. Of course, if I can make—that's not time. the point of the podcast. No, kind of like what Cassius no. was saying. Like, no. it's
1: not like we're going to be millionaires because of, that's not the point.
0: No, we're driven to do it. We, we're driven to do it uh, for many different, different reasons. But the fact is, we, we're going to do, mm. and that's what Cassius said. We're, I'm, a, I'm just going to—I'm a doer, so I'm just going to keep doing it, and where it leads, we—you don't know, you know. But I remember one of the reasons. You know, that, that, that I wanted to do the podcast also was because someone told me when I was working on a couple documentaries, and I was like, they were like, well, who's going to narrate it? And I was like, well, I could narrate it. They were like, you know, they were dismissive about it. And so I said, well, to myself, I said, um, I need to practice. I need to find a way to practice and, and get used to hearing myself mm. and to talking and to get more secure. You know, within that, and this podcast has definitely helped me with that. So that's well, great practice. For if sure. I ever decide to do something like that, there's there's uh, there's a uh, a foundation there. So you don't know exactly. You know, yeah, you could say you have a plan to do this, and you're gonna, you know, have do this and that, but who knows? <laughs> who knows, right? Right. Mm, mm, mm. So uh, yeah, I think we should dedicate this podcast to Five Dog. Right? I second that. And uh, for those of you listening, you know, if you go outside your house or your neighbor's house and you see a flag, pull it down, half staff. You know what I mean. Mm. It should be. We need to have a hip hop flag that so we can fly, huh? Is there a hip hop flag? I don't know. We need. There's it, got to be something, mm. huh? There's a temple of hip hop. KRS Well you could probably make it a flag
1: Onto a flag
0: Well it should be But the fact is we are definitely um, uh, uh, Dedicating this podcast With Cassius Morris uh, Dedicated to Malik Isaac Taylor A.K.A. the 5 foot assassin A.K.A. the 5 footer A.K.A. 5 dicky Right? Yeah 5 dog There you go right you're tearing up no oh you're laughing at me again see people i still can't get no respect but that's how we're going out and we go out and we celebrate with fife dogs life and everything that he gave us and he gave us so much domino motherfucker
3: Give your ears so I be sublime It's enjoyable to know you in the concubines Niggas, take off your coats Ladies act like gems Sit down, Indian styles You recite these hymns See, lyrically I'm Mario Andretti on the Momo Ludicrously speedy or infectious with the slow-mo Heard me in the 80s JV's on the promo Am I never in the quest to get the paper on the caper But now, let me take it to the queenside I'm taking it to Brooklyn side All the residential questions to invade the air. Hold up for a second, son, cause we almost there. You could be a black man or lose all your soul. You could be white and blue, but don't prep the road. See, my shit is universal if you got knowledge of all or Del myself. See, there's no one else who could drop it on the angle. acute cute at that. So, do that, do that, do that, that, that. Come on. Do that, do that, do that, that, that. Yeah. Do that, do do that, that, that. I'm bugging out, but let me get back back 'cause the wet and niggas. So run and tell the others, cause we all the brothers. I learned how to build bikes in my workshop class. So give me the sword and let's not make it the last. We on a road with you.